Hello and welcome to another edition of the South Carolina Business Review. This is Mike Switzer. We keep hearing about companies having a really hard time finding qualified employees. There simply are lots of job openings all across the country. Our next guest is trying to help with this situation by working with the business community in our state to find careers for former prison inmates. Brian Sterling is director of the South Carolina Department of Corrections. He joins us now by phone from his office in Columbia. Brian, welcome to the program. Thank you, Mike. Now, first of all, give us an overview of your department. Sure. So we have 21 prisons across the state. We used to have seven more, but because of sentencing reform, and I would say because of our efforts on recidivism and and the great economic opportunities that are out there for folks with employment, we only have 21. We used to have roughly about um, 22,000, 23,000 people incarcerated in the state, and now we have about um, 16,000 COVID had a little bit to do uh, with that. Um, actually, it's it's around 14,470 in our facilities. Got about 4,000 employees, most of whom work at the 21 institutions throughout the state. And we've got all kinds of job opportunities. Corrections officers make around $50,000 a year starting off. Um, you can come in as an 18-year-old now. We got that law changed. Okay, and now you did mention an improvement in recidivism. So are you seeing fewer and fewer going back to a life of crime? We are. Uh, back when I took over, the recidivism rate was about 32 33% coming back to prison within three years, and now we are um, at 17.8%. If people have jobs in our prison industries, their likelihood of coming back is half of that. We help them with housing. We help them with clothes and things of that nature to, to stand them up and make them successful so they don't come back and go back to that life of crime. Walk us through the department's plan on their return to a productive life in society. Sure, and I'll I'll go back. Um, When Governor Haley hired me, I was her chief of staff. She said, you know, Brian, most of these folks are getting out. They need to be better than when they came in. And Governor McMaster has continued that support by funding in his executive budget. So my first month on the job, I went and checked the, the bus depot down around three o'clock in the morning, downtown Columbia, and I saw folks being released. And some of them, you know, they didn't know where they were going, didn't have a dime to their name, and were being released in uh, prison jumpsuits. All we did was we took the stripe off. And frankly, that was a problem. 85% of the folks serve under five years and 90% serve under 10 years. So we want to make sure they're equipped to go out safely. I sat down with Cheryl Stanton, who was the Department of Employment Workforce Director at the time. I said, you know, why don't you put a reentry center inside a prison? I believe it was the first in the country. What they do is they help people prepare for jobs and interviews and, and find people jobs, connect them with the right opportunities. And we get great reports back from companies that have hired these folks. They have a thirst for knowledge. They have a thirst for working. We have clothing closets at our prisons. We partner with Catholic charities to find housing for folks. We try to find them transportation. We partner with Department of Motor Vehicles for an identification for these folks. We get birth certificates from DHEC. Uh, we got an innovative program with Department of um, Alcohol and Other Drug Abuse. We work with folks on mental health. We give a 30-day supply of the drugs when they leave and a prescription, but try to hook them up with uh, mental health help. We work with Austin Wilkes and Prison Fellowship. The biggest thing we do is we work with um, some of the larger employers in the state uh, and some of the smaller employers. Working with our state's business community, 
is there on-campus interviews occurring as well? Uh, do the companies reach out to you? Companies definitely reach out, and we did a lot of on-campus before COVID, and we're getting back to that now. We'll do some virtual things also, but companies should know that there's you know, federal bonding, there's state tax credits that are beneficial. Companies are so desperate to hire folks. They've come to us and say, uh, who do you have leaving and what can they do? So, you know, for example, if we have someone that was a welder before they came in and they got in trouble and came to prison, we try to get them to keep their certification. I don't want to get into specific companies because I don't have their permission to talk about their partnerships, but, you know, you can just be assured that some of the largest private companies in the state are hiring our folks and are very happy with the results. Well, Brian, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Yes, sir, Mike. I appreciate it. Take care. Thank you. Brian Sterling is director of the South Carolina Department of Corrections. He joined us by phone from his office in Columbia. We will have a link to the department posted at our webpage so you can learn more, SouthCarolinaPublicRadio.org, where you can hear this show again. And remember, you can find us wherever you find podcasts. With the South Carolina Business Review, this is Mike Switzer. The views expressed on the South Carolina Business Review do not necessarily reflect those of South Carolina Public Radio.